It was so good the first time around, we decided to play it again. Please stay tuned for this encore, right here on 1-2 Radio. Listening to the Mark Husson Show. Expect something wonderful. Hello, everybody, and happy Tuesday! Woohoo! It's so good to be here. This is my second time today because I got to be on my brother from another mother show, Ade Anifooshes. Soul food for your consciousness. We had a good time, and he actually, he just, he's so heartwarming. I'm glad. I hope you got to hear it. If you didn't, listen to the replay later today, as well as my show's replay later today. If you're a first-time listener, here's what you do. You're probably listening already through either an app or you've gone to 12radio.com and clicked listen now. Just go there, click listen now, and then on the left-hand side, you see the chat button. Come visit us in the chat room, and I'll do my best to see you and wave Conference and say hey. and locked. And we locked the conference because that means we have an overflow of people on the phone lines. Now, please listen to me. Do not be hurt if we don't take your call on the phone line. It's hard to get everybody, but you try, you listen. We we so appreciate the wait. And I know um, eventually when it's your time to get on air, you're going to get on the air and it's going to work. So so be patient with us on that system, okay? It's love you for wanting to get on. It's so fun to talk to you. It's a Pisces moon today. It's an emotional moon. That means that we're going to have some feelings, some feelings up, which is probably being catapulted or at least enhanced by the absence of Robin Williams. I put up his chart uh, the on the uh, – I, I think I actually put up his chart on the front of one to of my Facebook.com slash Mark Husson page. And Christy, my producer, brought it over to um, – the page here in the chat room so you can actually see it. I did a bi-wheel, which means uh, the current uh, planets with his chart on my Facebook page, which we'll talk about. We won't want to confuse you. There's not, you know, it's just like, it's fun to look at where, what was going on in terms of this person's signs and then their, what the planets in the sky were doing, because that actually has a lot to do with uh, helping us understand the, um, you know, his emotional state, like what was his makeup? Because, you know, celebrities, we don't know celebrities. Uh, we project on them and we love their movie parts. Like some, And that's what making a good actor does is like you feel like that person is that guy, you know, that, that, that somebody that we loved and they made us laugh, you know, because you know, he was a brilliant man and he, his, his comedy came from someplace deep in his heart, you could tell, deep in his soul. So um, when you so you know he was a cancer. I just want to jump in with that really quick. He was a cancer, um, and and he had that cancer humor because cancers do have this sort of ability to manipulate the emotional. They can touch you. They can touch your heart. They can um, they can uh, sense the tone of what's going on and sort of work with it. Then he had a Scorpio rising, and so that means. When you have a Scorpio rising, which I have, and I'm a Cancer, um, Scorpio rising is sort of saying to the world, well, what you see isn't necessarily what you get. You know, it might be a little more broody, a little darker, a little, you know, on the outside until you get to know me. And I remember early on learning astrology, somebody saying to me, you should smile more. (laughs) 
<laughs> because the rising sign is your mask, right? And so when people meet me, oftentimes I am more contemplative. I'm internal. I maybe have that scowl on my forehead. And um, I forget that that's just me being serious looking or thinking, but it's not really who I am. I mean, it, it, a little piece of me it is, yeah, actually. And then um, – but that's who Robin was. It was like sort of a mystery. He had another component to him. That's what that Scorpio rising will tell us. Um, and also we go to his moon, which was Pisces. Now, Pisces moon people, it's not uncommon for anybody with strong Pisces in their chart to fight addiction. Um, doesn't, it's not a guarantee. You don't see somebody's moon in Pisces and go, ooh, what are you addicted to? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. No, you don't. I don't. And but you can ask if there is an issue with addiction, um, because there is usually, and there might be an emotional addiction. Sometimes Pisces moons and Pisces are addicted to not being addicted to anything. Like that's their addiction. No, I'm clean completely, and I, I, you know, I won't eat that because I know I'll love it or something like that. So you have to look deeper into it, or they get over and over and over into situations that sort of like mess them up. Um, a lot of uh, Pisces moon people are very creative. His was in the house of creativity. Uh, it, it, it's a testament to his brilliance, to his depth of wisdom and, and ability. You remember what dreams are made? He made that movie. That was intense. And that says a lot about, to me, the Piscean experience and the fact that he could pull that movie off. Because, I mean, he's going down to hell and pulling it. I mean, like, it's crazy, right? It was a really brilliant concept, very intense. It wasn't for everybody. But that just showed his versatility. And he did have – so if you're looking at the chart and you're looking at the chart that Christy posted, I, I'm also looking at my the one that's a dual chart over at facebook.com slash my name, Mark Husson. So I have you all over the place, right? But I'll come back to the chat room here in a minute. But if you're looking at that, what you'll see is the M at the 9 o'clock position with two zeros on top of it. That's the rising sign. So that's saying the rising sign, right, when he took his first breath on the horizon, Scorpio was there. And then if you look at the um, one o'clock position, just after the 12, uh, at the top of the chart, you'll see a circle with a dot in it on the inner wheel, a yellow circle with a dot on the inside wheel. That's his sun sign in Cancer. And you'll see that he had Mars and Uranus there as well. Another idea of genius, another erratic behavioral uh, component. And um, the uh, that component has a lot to do with um, somebody who's kind of unpredictable, who lives outside the fray of what is normal. And then if you look at the – that would be the four – like the five o'clock position. You see that thing's shaped like a moon? Guess what it is? The moon. And it's in Pisces in the symbol of an H. And that's sort of how we like sort of lay it out. So now when I throw the planets on the outside – um, around like today's planets or the planets of the new of the full moon, what we find is that that full moon was in Aquarius, and if that means that the sun was in Leo and the moon was in Aquarius, that was on his Pluto. So it tapped that deep, 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 deep part of himself, the ruler of his chart. So there was something going on, right? We would know that. And if if the moon, some some of you all had Pluto uh, hit by that full moon, your own Plutos, and um. For a lot of you, the week has been crazy, right? Hasn't it been a little tumultuous? Like there's like a lot of energy, a lot of people like just freaking out, a lot of nervous energy. That's sort of what an Aquarius moon can bring you. It's ruled, ruler is Uranus. It's like sudden energy. So we know that the sun sitting up there at his Pluto, the man went into a place of depth in his soul. Okay, and 
Now, look at the Jupiter, the number four at the top of his chart, the very top. That's today's Jupiter. Like, that's in the sky right now. And Venus just went into Leo. See the zero degrees of Leo? It's funny. We're going to have some fun with bad hair day jokes, right? So when you see that, what we know is he just – there was like an opening for him. Now, here's an interesting thing. I did a little research with the time I had, certainly not as much as some great – some of you who are great at astrology research do. But – um. In 2002 was the last time Jupiter was at this place, and 2002 is when he did the creepy movies. Like he started, <laughs> he started branching out into. Um, uh, here, I, I have the names of them. Like where he was the 24 um, hour photo guy, like scary serial killer guy. When that started happening, when he um, started doing his. Um, that was a turn. That was with Jupiter near the top of his chart on his sun, like where it is now. So he expanded, but he had to, interestingly enough, tap into a deeper part of himself. And so in doing that, he – and I got the movies here. There was um, – 2002 was Insomnia. And this is what it says, unsettling performance in which he more than held his own sharing the screen with Al Pacino. Death to Smoochie, he played his zany comedic person as a children's TV host with a dark side. And finally, in 2002, he did One Hour Photo, where a performance of an everyday madman um, that drew comparisons to Anthony Perkins and Psycho. So that happened in 2002. Now, isn't that interesting? Now, 12 years later, the cycle of Jupiter later... He is in that same cycle, looking at his dark side maybe, but now we have Neptune the planet of dreams on his moon, like maybe an inability to shut it out, like just an opening. And so, you know, it also really suggests and supports the idea of um, depression. Okay. So I think, I think we're sort of looking at the possibility that he was dealing with sort of depression, which, and and a state of sort of um, hopelessness because Neptune can certainly reflect hopelessness. So, you have this uh, Mercury-Pluto conjunction. Mercury is how we talk, right? And in his chart, Mercury, the planet of talking, is again next to Pluto in Leo. The man was comic genius, okay? And we all know that. But, I mean, he reached into places to pull that stuff up that is unbelievable, okay? We know those things about him, appreciate those things about him. There's a lot more to the chart. But I wanted – and he had Saturn in Virgo and I'm telling you, whenever you have Saturn anywhere in a sign, it amplifies the nature of the sign in the negative sense often. And when you have Saturn in Virgo, what you're amplifying is your inner critic. I mean these are people that rarely – and if you have Saturn in Virgo, you know what I mean. You rarely feel that anything you do is right. It could always be improved. And I have a hunch based on his journey that there were many times where he would do a performance and just angst over it. Saturn in in Virgo is like perfectionism to its absolute max, almost to an icy stage sometimes. And his was definitely one of those. Okay. Well, Robin, for me, you were a remarkable uh, being. Uh, I related to you. Uh, We were both cancers. Uh, we both have uh, all of our main planets in water and I relate to your brilliance, not because I relate to my own, but I understood your brilliance. I was actually really very impressed with it. Um, I related to the place in your heart and the characters that you chose. They, they, so many of your performances moved me and touched me and I'm grateful for what uh, your legacy 
uh, left behind. So for those of you grieving, Robin, I hope you find some solace in knowing that um, uh, the contribution he made is deeply appreciated by probably the majority of the world. And um, so I hope you find some peace. And we're going to... Um, we're going to move from that topic and into our topic of today, and I'm going to take some calls, okay? And so, Christy, we're going to probably start with, um, in just a minute, you can look for 678 or Dawn or Denise at 617. Um, this is a Pisces moon and Venus in Leo. So now I want you to think about how you appear to the world. It's suddenly going to matter. Your your sense of sensitivity to the world, your your sensitivity to feedback from the world is kind of big right now, believe it or not. You're going to be feeling a little like um like what people think of you matters. That's Venus in Leo. <laughs> That's Venus in Leo. So actually if I were in the industry of um, hair design, interior design. And speaking of which, if Gail Manning is listening, she is an interior designer. That <laughs> She's an Aquarian and she has a Scorpio moon and the woman has helped me very much in getting my house together. And um, I met her through a freebie at, when I got the painters. They said you can have a free consultation. Well, she's kind of addicting in that she sees what your potential is. And if she knows I'm not a multimillionaire, she makes use of everything that, <laughs> that I have. And I sent her a picture of some of the progress I was making with her ideas. And you know what she said? She wrote back and said, yay. And why is that clock still on the wall? <laughs> so that's Aquarius eyeballs combined with a Scorpio eyeball. She's with Gem, G-E-M, Interior Designs. I adore her. I'm grateful to her. And if you're listening, Gail, big hugs to you. So if you're in Colorado, call her. She'll, she'll blow your mind. She's actually adorable. Uh, I had to plug her because I love her. And uh, we were talking about this um, not missing a trick thing in Venus and Leo where you want to be proud of what you have. And v- this is getting very important. Also, Louise Hay, if you're listening, and if you're not listening, I adore you either way, but I do adore you, <laughs> and I'm grateful for you. And Shelly, get well soon. Okay, um, so we can uh, skip around, uh, if you know what I mean. All right, um, the Venus and Leo coming along, I think if you guys are insecure about any part of yourself, this is time to go take care of it. And if I owned a beauty salon, or if I was a stylist, I'd be milking this crap. You only get, uh, what, every year and a half, every two years to really milk this. People are going to be insecure about their looks. Let them know that you can fix it. Uh, that's a good thing to do under a Venus and Leo. Now, you all notice your insecurities over the next, what, 30 days? As Venus is in Leo, notice what you're up to and notice if your insecurities about what people say to you are up or how they treat you or how they look at you. And you know, it's like diet time. I know Nancy Johansson was exercise time. I'm so envious when people say they go to exercise. I almost get like a little like, dang it. Can't you conclude that story with so I quit? <laughs> because I, I judge myself really Really? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, so anyway, th- that's sort of the Venus and Leo thing. Let's keep an eye on it. I'm going to do a few posters. I've done them before, but I'm going to do a resurgence of posters that had to do with bad hair days. Today's the 12th. I love the 12th because every one of my advisors throw themselves on sale at one listencom It's the one time you get to t- get a taste of the brilliance that exists over there at a discount price. I hope you'll take advantage of it. one to listen It's a one-day thing. We do it once a month. Uh, it's an all-day sale till 6 p.m. tonight. Go check them out if you haven't already, okay? Um, okay, if we can, if Don or Denise is ready, Christy, I'll take a call. Hello. Hi, who do I have? 
Uh, this is Dawn. Hi, Dawn. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, just had a birthday. Yes, you did. And Happy belated birthday. That was yesterday, sweetheart. You're Leo. Yes. I know. Yes, we got I a, am. We got a shout out to you. And we uh, you have a Scorpio moon and you have a Taurus rising. You know, that's one of all the, of the, you have a planet in all the fixed signs. You are a woman of conviction. What brings you to call the show? Well, the last few years, I have been through the ringer. Oh. I'm moving quite a bit. Yes, yep. moving. And um, I'm just ready for some security, some stability. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. And it seems like it's getting disrupted. You have Jupiter on your fourth house, Gus. I was going to ask you if you moved uh, because that's really evident that there has been a move. And um, it's, but Jupiter's now at the bottom of your chart. It's about to hit your sun. This year it'll hit your sun. We're going to see some you feeling better, more at peace, more, um, more hopeful. Now it's, it's going to take, let's see, that won't happen until more into the fall, but we're going to see at least this expansion in your home. This is a good move for you, but there is a problem. There's, there's a, there's a tension that something in your life is fighting it and fighting you. It could be a person. It could be this, it could be a decision about what you're going to do with your life, but there is a sense of duty and responsibility that's calling you that is kind of in your way from you actually dropping in and really enjoying home. Do you recognize what that might be? Um, my grown children, um, and my ex-husband, they live in Memphis, um, and they always call me back or need help. Or yes. It's usually the children, but yeah. they're grown. Yeah, see, I think you're being pulled, in a, in a, and you're, you're so good with kids. You're so good at solving problems. But there is a fight in you about, like, can I just have my life? And I think what we're going to see here, and it's really great because Saturn is in Scorpio, and Saturn is going to move towards your moon, and we're going to see some activity this fall. You're going to start shutting the door. And you're going to start telling people enough already because right now you're not feeling very good about who you are. And when you have to say no, it hurts, <clears throat> excuse me, it hurts you even more. And so what I'd like you to consider during this cycle is just know a couple of things are going on. One, you're in a, you're in a crossroads. You're finally able to put yourself first, which you rarely, even though you're a Leo, you rarely do. You always let yourself be pulled. And I think there's a little bit of guilt there. And secondly, I think you're going to take a really good hard look at what you really really desire. Now you're empathic. You have a complete opening to other people. You can't shut the door. You know what they're thinking. You know what they're, you're, you, you just, you're a true psychic in that way. You're very sensitive to other people. You hate saying no. You hate not giving them what they want. But I'm telling you, Saturn's bringing you this gift. It's a gift called a door with a lock on it. And it's a, it's a psychic door with a lock on it. And you're going to be able to shut it and turn the key. I'm serious. Don, this is like one of the most important times. Whenever Saturn hits my moon, and I have a Scorpio moon too, it is the time when I'm like, no, no. It comes out of my mouth so easy. And it's like, I'm not even looking back. And you have Neptune there, and it's even harder. But Saturn's going to give you the strength because guess what? 
it rewards you every time you do it. And then things start looking up because you're going to have Jupiter on your sun. I'm so excited about that. That goes through next year. We're going to see this opening for you occur with your career. You have a very critical mind. You have that Mercury in Virgo. You do. Listen, you beat yourself up. You've got to stop this. You've got to realize that your mind is brilliant. It sees every flaw. every And every time you turn it on yourself, it's going to see a flaw. That's what minds like yours do. So quit turning it on yourself. <laughs> Keep it on the world around you. Like say that is a problem. Get out of my get out of my space here. You guys deal with it. And you're going to be able to do that very soon because your words are very powerful. Your thoughts are very powerful. But you're getting to a point now where it's like you're going to be able to see the bigger picture. Like what instead of putting out these little fires, you're going to be able to get in, in a psychic helicopter and see the entire like, oh my God, that was a useful fire. Or that's something that needs to be put out. But you'll have a bigger picture. You won't just act because you're supposed to. And that's the fight right now. It might cost you a few friendships. Don't worry about that. That's temporary. This is on the path to building a sense of self-esteem, a sense of self-love, and to get that voice of your inner father as loud as you can get it. And that inner father voice says, look, I'll back you up whatever you decide. Whatever you decide, I'm on you. I won't let you, you beat yourself up. And that's the voice you got to get strong on. But I'll tell you what, this cycle is powerful. It's for the first time in 28 years, you're getting a chance to choose you before you choose what everyone else needs you to do. Does that help you? That helps tremendously. And it's funny because two weeks ago, I started working on a psychic chat video line. Oh, yes. Um, doing reading so you're right on point with that you are good at it too and what a way to do it when you're when you're getting paid for it rather than just because somebody needs it you're supposed to give it to them that's another Saturn reward stay with it Don it'll pay off I promise happy birthday to you may this year bring you everything thank you ever dreamed of and more honey thank you Mark you're beautiful you too honey thank you so much Don take care ah yes that's so fun um uh, I can also see Denise, 617, if you have her, Christy. Hi, Mark. I just Denise. want to say that I am so grateful to have found you on Hay House right before you oh, left. I just can't I'm, believe my life. <laughs> I'm so grateful, too. I'm looking at your chart and going, girl, did you pick enough Virgo to come in this lifetime with? <laughs> oh, please. I know. <laughs> You're like, oh, please. I love it. It's adorable. You have your moon, your Jupiter, your Pluto, your sun, and Uranus all in Virgo. God bless you. Mars almost made it into Virgo. It's a 29 Leo. You held out at the last minute for some great yeah. old self-esteem and, and, and beautiful pride. You, a chart like this to me. A chart mm -hmm. like this is somebody who's dedicated their life to other people, honestly. It's like this, even mm -hmm. though you're in Aries rising and you can push forward and you're breaking free from a lot of things during this cycle, you are impeccable. You have an inner morality that is unbreakable, in my opinion. And you can tell me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. You see things that mm -hmm. nobody else sees. You see the flaw instantly. You are the world's greatest editor of life, of people. You could write a book and you could see a flaw the minute they hand you the book. You can see what's wrong with it. But not only that, you can see what's needed. This kind of person comes in, everybody. She has that many planets in one house. And guess what house it's in? The Virgo house. I mean, this woman <laughs> came with a focus of, of, good, of service, of a desire to be better. I mean, and for you to do it, Denise, in a way that doesn't beat you up regularly – 
I sure yeah. hope that that's good for you that you ha- that you aren't doing that because that would be the tendency over time is just to beat you up to the, say I could have done better or why didn't I see that and for you to be on the phone with such a with such a gregarious tone and and to be yeah. I I know already you beat that that you've, you 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 you've risen <laughs> above that so that's my take just looking at the chart but I want to hear is there a focus you want me to give you well yeah I mean I am just sort of in a loss for life right now. With- seems like there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I am in the middle of trying to get going with my art, also starting a new business, and then I met someone on vacation, and there's, there's, there's so much going on. And, yeah. uh, and it's all it's all a beginning with everything. So um, <laughs> I know you I, have you ha, you do have a lot going on. You have Uranus on the ascendant. First of all, it's breaking up who you are to the world. You're changing who you are. You have a new desires. You you want to do things differently. A new exciting things are showing up, and that's going to go until. February of next year. So plan on your finger feeling like you plugged into an electric socket. You may do things crazy irrational, and you can jump in and interrupt me, anything you want. But you can do irrational things you might do, but that doesn't mean they're bad. But you might act without thought for on, on so many occasions, and it's a wonderful time that Uranus brings us to be able to do that. Simultaneously, Neptune is in Pisces. It's the opposite sign of Virgo. It's actually creating some confusion. It's like where if you think about what you're doing, you can't put a finger on it, and it makes you nervous. If you go with right. the flow, right, and if you tune in, it's like if I just go okay I'm going with my flow I got to trust which you can do this cycle I promise you it's safe to do it Neptune doesn't want you to have any (laughs) Neptune just says you aren't going to get any clarity and Virgo's like what there's no way I'm not going to have clarity (laughs) you go to get it and it's like I don't see anything it's murky don't try to make sense out of it right now you're incredibly psychic during this time period Your, your, your ability to intuit is way open and I think you just have to learn to trust that you are an Aries rising. You're kind of fearless. But the beauty is Saturn and Scorpio is going into your eighth house. Now, there's things in the past. There's things historically that you felt responsible for that you might have done that you would do differently. They're going to resurface and give you a chance to clean stuff up. I don't want you to be afraid of that. I want you to kind of conquer it. If you Mm. held a vision of this is what love looks like, Saturn hitting your Mm. Neptune might say, well, let's take another realistic look. (laughs) And so, or it might say, if you believe this is like, because you might have an idea of what it looks like. But it, it it could still be there, but in a different form. And if you don't open up to the different form, you 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 say no to it. So Saturn says, let's make sure you're clear about anything that's a false foundation that we take away, and anything that's a real foundation we build on. And you get a chance to see what's real and what's false during this cycle. It's so powerful. It's really, it's mm. one of those cycles that you only get once every thirty years. And Saturn says, let's hmm. let's take a look. And so you'll see it building this place in you that like maybe had resistance to love or maybe uh, believes love looks a certain way because it is about love. It's about relationship. It's about um, falling in love oh. and your and your vision okay. of that. Okay. And okay. So, interesting. Yeah, because I did just meet someone, but it was on vacation, so I don't even know if I'll ever see him again. 
You may not, but it might, it opened up that desire for you. It maybe opened up a, a way to look at life. And so Saturn says, you know, it started. We got the, we got your door open because you're a Virgo. You know, you know what I tell Virgos with Aries rising. You may, since you might be new to the show, but my big line and a Virgos know it. Get a duplex. <laughs> get a duplex don't don't let people like when you do love and relationship always do it in separate places because even though you're great and you're a great person a giver you get consumed by having somebody in the same space and i'm kind of half joking right but i want you to know that okay so because you are the true loner of the zodiac you could live the rest of your life alone even though virgos desire relationships there's a part of them that after they have them realize oh my god i like my alone time i like my space to have my dirt in it right and so but that that's what's turning around for you right now the love thing is kind of cracking open you're also coming into authority on your job there's a new kind of inner power in you a new kind of confidence and it's being recognized it's what it's it's a part of you that is like ruthlessly unafraid. And I think that you mm. might even scare some people at work with this, but it's kind of like where you're being given position of power or you're going to be start start being seen as a person of power. This is truly connected to mom. There might be some mom stuff going on in a good way where you're drawing on some mm. of the strengths of your own mother, but or grandmother it could be, but either way there's a matriarchal energy emerging in you that is very potent. And I think it's going to be useful to you. And I think you're going to put it to work at the at the at the job or the new job. And lastly, yeah, I mean, I do. I am going to yeah. start my own business, so that's what I'm Ooh. in the middle of uh, trying to figure out. Yeah, baby, it's good because you need to be in charge. You absolutely must be in charge, yeah. and you're good at it. You're freaking good at it. And you'll and see Jupiter's coming along. It's in your fifth house of creativity, so it's opening up the create the creative urges in you. And by next year, early spring, it hits that Mars in you. And I think, oh gosh, and after Mars and Leo at twenty nine, you know where Jupiter goes into Virgo, and you know what that means mm-hmm. for you. It's like, woo! I mean, the last time this happened was two thousand. 2003. And so you kind of look at the cycle from a different perspective. Like, okay, was 2003 an expansive time? Because Virgos looking in the past tend to look through a really narrow tunnel. So you got to sort of look yeah. at the bigger picture in the past. But it's coming up next year for Jupiter to hit every single one of those planets in the sixth house. And that means, I mean, things are going to catapult. I'm so excited for you, Denise. This is a great cycle. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need to get out of here. I love it. And you know what? The Virgo humor to me is among the best. It's about as dry as it can be. I love your humor. But listen, keep optimistic. You uh, you do have your finger in a socket. It is going to feel like things are not moving just fast enough for you. That feeling yeah. will slow down right around February. Until then, use it as a chance to sort of change things any way you want them. Because you're going to land on your feet during this cycle, for sure. Oh, great. Does that great. help you? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Because now I feel a little more confident about the uh, going into oh. the abyss of um, just trusting, <laughs> going with the flow, because that's a little difficult sometimes. I know. Well, it's true. And it because Virgo never wants anything to be random, it never really is to your eye. It just feels that way. And it, it is murky water, but it's not murky because it, there's something of danger out there. It's murky because it's just you can't see it. But you're trusting mm. it. Use your intuition. You have an incredible eye for this. You're into, your, your timing is perfect. You're going to do this company, and it's going to win. You're going to succeed. Um, right. And I think it's going to make – yeah, and be in charge because you should be, Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I have to be. I've learned that lesson. 
Yeah, right on. You do have to be. There's no question about it. I would put you to, yeah. even if you worked for me, I'd make sure you had your own responsibilities and duties and I'd never check them. <laughs> I'd be like, have at it, girl. You're you know, <laughs> I believe in that. So thank you so much, Denise. Keep us posted oh, no, if you thank want. thank you. All right, honey. Take oh, care of yourself. This is an hug. Okay. Back at Take you. Care. Thank you. Oh, it's so fun to talk to you guys. I'm going to keep going if you all can handle it. I'll check the room here in a minute, too. We're going to talk to Laura at 619 or Amy. Hi, Mark. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you called in. You're a Taurus, and you have a Capricorn rising. You have a Capricorn moon. We can almost feel the earth in you. You know that, right? All you had to say is hi. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, everyone tells me how grounded I am. You are so grounded. and You know, that's not necessarily where you want to stay because your north node is in Scorpio. We're going to get you in touch a little bit with more direct use of your passion, but you're you're well on your way. There's some good stuff coming, but I want to first find out what I can do, what area of your life you want me to look at? Um, well, I would like to look at love. Okay. Oh, just, I love that. Isn't that funny? This, this is so funny. If people could see this visually, your Mars, your passion sign, you know, that's your passion planet. Um, mm-hmm. And among others, it's at zero Leo. Okay. Today, oh. I announced Venus as at zero Leo. <laughs> It's It's so cute. So you're having this Venus-Mars connection. The desire for love is really growing. Jupiter hit that Mars. It just went into Leo recently, too, on its own. So love is a big focus and intimacy. And I'll tell you what, it's a good time for it because this is truly uh, what I think somebody who is about to meet somebody or, or introduce new people to their lives, this is what they would be looking at, this kind of chart. So you're in a cycle now where... Your desire for relationship is in, but Pluto is on, Pluto's at 11 Capricorn. You are, your rising sign's 11 Capricorn. It it happens once every 240 years. So you picked a time when you're bringing Plutonian energy to the front. You know what that is? Pluto energy is passionate. It's no BS. It is full feminine power. And for the first time, Mm -hmm. I think what it's doing is busting open how you approach the world with your I'll do it for you kind of attitude. You're a Capricorn rising, Capricorn moon. Those guys love to hold the space for people. They love to be the solution. And because your planets are in the fourth house, a lot of them, it's also very caregiving. So we see this person, this kind of person, as a lot lot of caregiving, a provisional person, like you provide. But what's happening with Pluto there, we're shaking all that up. You're actually starting to say, you know what? I have needs. I have desires. It's hard to imagine a Taurus who has not done that their whole life. Like, I have things I want. But, <laughs> but then, oh, if there's one who hasn't, it's me. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, for you, it's like you did it to accommodate the world around you. You kind of gave up your needs. You kind of made sure the world around you was comfortable instead of you being comfortable. And the time is is flipping on its head. You're starting to go, I do have needs that I want. And I'm tired of y'all getting first dibs on my provision of them. So Mars is at the top of your chart. It seems like there's some energy happening at work on in the career zone. I mean, I don't know exactly what that means, except that there is a focus of like a lot of energy there. Maybe it's been extra work time yeah. for you. I'm launching okay. uh, my first info product. So, yeah, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. So, and you're doing it on your own? Like it's your, your launch, your product? 
Yeah, it's my product. It's uh, it was my friend's idea, but yeah, it's my yeah. product. Oh, so. see, that's Mars. You are in line with what you're here to do in the world. You are North Node in Scorpio, meaning what I'm here to do is my passion. Put me first, my desires, my wants. And Pluto, the, the ruler of that Scorpio planet, is on your rising sign. You're in touch, girl. You're doing it. I'm so proud of you. And now with the, the planets, Jupiter, Jupiter is six degrees. And I know that won't mean a whole lot, but it's just a couple of months away from your house of money from others. So we're about to get this security coming in. I know. There's people who like pay me to put Jupiter in their eighth house. (laughs) 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 Like, please put it there. I'll pay anything. And it's like, okay, no, it's easy. But they do love to have Jupiter in the eighth because it's money from others. It's like the success. um, It's a turn of success. And so you're on the right track. You definitely are going to be in charge of this this momentum. I'm going to say this company. But people, you may end up losing a few people over this because you're changing your focus from them to me, okay, from we to me. And it's a very important trend. It's a very important change because you're going to start seeing the importance of expressing yourself and your power. And the more you do it, the more rewarded you get because Jupiter is going to try in that Pluto and you're going to start saying what you want and you're realizing, oh my God, how it works. And you don't hurt anybody. That's never your intent. You'll always be for people. You'll always take care of the people that you love, but you're never going to do that in front of making sure that you're okay. And that's this cycle, in my opinion, unbelievably awesome. Does that help you? It does. Thank you. I didn't go much into love, did I? Well, okay, because the love thing is open for you and you have Saturn there in the seventh house. And I think that love comes in as a lesson for you. So it's like, I want no, you to get, and no, I know. And I'm like, I want you to get successful first and then go have some lessons. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like get, like get this thing moving and then you'll have, people will start showing up and there, there'll be your learning experiences where it's like, I don't want to take care of you. You know, it's like, because you get a lot of people who want taken care of. And I think that you're changing that. So it's the love thing's coming, but I think what we need to do is get you to love, fall in love with your new, your new newness. And then we sort of then attract this new kind of character that actually will support what you're doing. Okay. Right. Okay. That okay? You feel okay? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> Capricorn. I love it. Look, you're going to make, you know, I, you could drop, I, we could drop you at any country in the world, blindfold you and say survive and you would. That's your setup. So now we just get to do it with some passion. Okay. Same thing. You're going to survive, but survive with passion makes all your choices instead of this will work. This feels good to me. That's the big shift. All right. And as you do that, people will show up who want to agree with that position. You with me? You yes, get it? I am. Uh, Thanks. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, little earth woman, thank you. <laughs> You're so good. I love it. I just, you so embody it. Good luck to you. And don't be afraid to post how you're doing on the in the chat room. It's a, it's private. Okay? Let us know. And I'll find well. it. All right, honey. Thank you. Good luck to you. Bye now. So cute. Okay. Um, let's talk to if you see Amy, let's bring Amy up. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. Hi, Amy. Well, it's my pleasure. Thanks for hanging in there. You're a Libra. You have a Capricorn moon, too, just like our last caller. And you're a Pisces rising with Neptune right there. Ooh, things I better get interesting. What's going on? 
Yeah, I wanted some insights, particularly in my career job search, and also I'm due in December. Um, due. Little boy. <laughs> oh my gosh! How awesome! Congratulations in advance, December. You said. Yes. Oh my gosh! So maybe a little Capricorn, which would be right on your moon, which would make sense. Um, could be a Sag, but we'll wait and see. Oh my gosh, that's exciting! Well, Neptune's on your ascendant, and it's also squaring your Neptune. Are you not feeling a little confused? Well, it's more about I. I want to work, but you know, obviously, I'm going to have a baby soon. So, but I'm not working. I'm looking for a new job. So. I guess that's the confusion. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I want to work, but there's no job. I still, I'm, you know, but you don't want to be a full time mom, right? You have Saturn and Cancer. You don't. Am I right about that? Yeah, I I want to continue my career. Okay. Sure. And and can I ask what the general career is? Um, healthcare marketing. Okay. Oh, excellent. Okay. You're a Libra. Your sun is next to Pluto and Pluto is next to Mars. You know what that says to me? That's somebody who has confronted a lot of fears and issues in your life. You've, you've faced demons, um, especially as a child. I don't know if that's true or not for you, but Pluto, Mars together usually indicates somebody who's had intense dreams, who looks fear directly in the eye and, and sort of like decides a life based on or getting how to get rid of those. Uh, but it brings in a certain fearlessness and it also attracts, um, it's somebody that where relationships become a very important component in your life. Are you in relationship? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would say like I would have bet that you were because it's very important to you not only as a Libra but as somebody with Sun in the seventh. Now, um, you know that you're you know that you're not a light and fluffy Libra, right? <laughs> is that a trick question? I know. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean nobody messes with you is what I'm trying to say, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You're, you're like, I mean, okay, so Neptune is coming along and it's dissolving the illusion. It's sort of bringing a certain spirituality to you. And what I want to notice, have you been looking a little more to the metaphysical things? What happens with Neptune rising across the ascendant is usually the person opens up to a, a, a spiritual sort of leap of faith. But they also just, they also can just be incredibly sensitive to the environment around them. Has any of that happened to you? Like, have you noticed, a, like, you're paying a little more attention to astrology shows or things like that? Oh, uh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Your show and, like, everyone else on oh, the 12 radio. Okay, gotcha. So, that is like, that's this new opening. It's cracking open you. And I think what it's doing is it's lending some wind to this creativity that you're going to get into. I think this, um, this, but there is this fight that's going on. And I, usually when people have Neptune square Neptune, they feel a little alone and a little like unsure. So your unsurety makes a lot of sense during this time. But what I do is I jump to Jupiter and I look to see what Jupiter's doing to support you. And right now it's kind of like saying, do you, are you doing anything with school or education or teaching, anything like that? Um, not right now. The only kind of additional education I plan on taking is maybe 
prenatal classes, but, you know, I did pursue an MBA in the past, but okay. so far, you know. Well, that's okay because what it's saying to me is you're, I think you're going to be a teacher of something, like whatever it is that this industry, you're going to be teaching. It might be teaching people about your product or, or staying within the healthcare industry, the childcare industry, but it's big and it's good and it's powerful right now. And I think there's a desire for you to learn something. And then I think this routine, like as Jupiter comes forward toward the end of the year, into next year, there's this big opening with new people showing up in your world. And I think that's when it all kicks in. This year will feel more like taking care of the baby, getting yourself together, um, discovering the new you. And by summer of next year, all these people show up to take care, to help you, to support you. It's a new kind of wind that enters your system. And Jupiter then goes into Libra. Think about the cycle. It's in Virgo now where your Venus is, or Leo now. Then it goes into Virgo where your Venus is. Then it goes into Libra where your Sun is, your Pluto, your Mars, your Uranus, your Mercury. I mean, it's going to be like next year in the fall, we kick into this new thing that you're doing. So I think if you could relax a little bit. Uh, let it come to you, open up your spiritual mind, uh, bond with the baby, that what we're going to see is by summer of next year, this new kind of you emerging. And plus this confusion goes away a little bit. Uh, there's actually this aspect called the Cinderella aspect where you get anything you wish next year and you're going to feel it. You're going to feel like you're in touch. This year, I say chill, relax, get into the experience of being a pregnant mom, really make note of it, remember it, because who knows the next time it's going to happen. Celebrate the baby, become a mom, use it for it to enhance the, the, the product and the, and the business that you're in. And then next year, oh my goodness, in the, starting in the summer, we're going to see a kickoff that I think is going to blow your mind. Does that help you? Yes, very much so. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, Amy, and good luck and congratulations in advance. Let us know when the baby comes if you think of it. Will do. Thanks again. All right, honey. Thank you. Bye-bye now. See, you guys, I'm trying to take more of your calls so you feel loved and supported. (laughs) Let's talk to Elizabeth. Hey, Mark. It's Elizabeth Lindsay. Hey, girl. How are you? I'm fantastic. I loved what you said about Robin Williams. That was really amazing. Well, thank you, baby. How's biz? It's good. You know, I had a serendipitous chance for Alita took a couple of people's charts. Yes. She just read a couple of tidbits. And I had a question. Okay. She told me that Jupiter's sextiles my ascendant. Wow. She's right. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I literally, she said one sentence. Okay, like whenever you have Jupiter in a certain sign, and then there's a planet two, or any planet in a sign, and then there's a planet two Mm -hmm. signs later, they're compatible. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have Jupiter in Aries and a Gemini rising. And then there's Jupiter in Leo and a Gemini rising. Now notice that Leo is two signs after Gemini, and Aries is two Mm -hmm. signs before Gemini. So... Both Mm -hmm. Jupiter in the sky and Jupiter in your chart are adding support to this Gemini rising, which is like giving you – it's sort of like – it's like a trine. It's like this easy energy that sort of supports what you're presenting yourself as. And so you're in this like really kind of lucky time of presenting and supporting what your message is, it gets wind under it. Like you're, when you speak, people listen. Or when you do a campaign for something, and it's not even hit in full tilt yet. We still have like several months of this energy. So that's what it means. Does that help you? 
Awesome. Oh my gosh, yes, so much. I love talking to you. <laughs> I love talking to you too. I'm Tell so people happy where you're that on. You're here. <laughs> Tell no, them the name of your I story. You. Do it. Have a wonderful day. I know you don't uh, call for that, but tell them what's the difference. Uh, tell them your story. Elizabeth Lindsay Creations. I'm a jewelry designer, and you're the sweetest person ever. And Come you see are me, too. Mark. Okay, I will, baby. Bye. Thank you. Bye. That's in Denver, Bye. Colorado, you guys. Um, okay, we're going to talk to Sandra. At 727, if you see her. Hello, Mark. Sandra, how are you? I'm doing very well. I'm absolutely <laughs> thrilled to speak with you. I'm thrilled that you called. You're a Leo. And you, happy belated birthday, by the way. And you have a Capricorn moon. Do you see the theme? Do you, do you think that when we're talking, like, wait, there's a lot of Capricorn moons calling. Did you know you yeah, had a Capricorn moon? Yeah. I did not. Oh, you didn't. See, you're one of them. It's amazing. That means <laughs> what that means is whenever I see a Capricorn moon, because I think everybody should have a Capricorn moon in their life because they they help you. <laughs> I'm not Thank kidding. <laughs> I know. Capricorn moons help people. And I want everybody to listen to this. If Sandra's available in the market, you all should hire her. <laughs> I'm just teasing Sandra. And you have a Scorpio rising, and you have a Leo sun at the top of the chart, like a teaching chart. You're such a teacher. What brings you to call the show? Well, things are absolutely crazy right now. I can't keep up, especially at work. I just cannot keep up, and I just feel so scattered. Wow. And I'm wondering if things are going to be changing anytime soon. Well, you should be getting some kind of promotion. This is crazy. This is amazing for you. This is an expansion oh. for you. This is like, it's lucky today, today, not yesterday and still tomorrow, but today Jupiter is on the same degree as your sun sign. Jupiter's at six, your sun's at six, Leo. And Jupiter's at 6 Leo. So Jupiter in the sky is in the constellation exactly at the same degree where your birth sun sign was. And it's sort of what it says is like, man, it tells me these opportunities are expanding. Yes, things are getting big. Yes, things are driving you a little crazy because they're expanding. But you also have this new understanding of what you want to do in life. I mean, Pluto hit your moon. You might have had some issues with your mom resolve or get deeper or you know, come to some conclusion, but you brought in this wisdom of Pluto. You've already had it done. It's over. It was like two and a half years long. And now this it's in you, but there's also, I know there's a pool. It seems like there's um, until December, there might be some resistance. Uh, it looks like work resistance, somebody at work or something at work, but is there somebody that you're, is there an issue with anyone at work? No, it's not. Okay. I don't. <laughs> it may not be work. Now I put work in there, but is it is there is there a battle of wills going on anywhere? An obvious one, because if there's not, we'll figure out what this Mars opposition is. It doesn't have to be. Don't feel pressure. But is the, okay. it's just like what this is showing is a battle, a, a desire. It's I know what it is. I do know what it is. It's a battle of your desires of what you want to do within you. It's like the the true passion like what do i want to do do I, am i because mars in cancer cares about people it cares about being of service and things are increasing and and i think the question might be are you getting further away from that or where you want to go are you having any, any sort of work existential crisis in that way like what am i doing am i doing what i love is any of that going on right yeah oh, okay definitely okay for me then 
Okay. And that's what this is. I, this... I like what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not in love with it, but I do like what I do when I can get it done. And that's, that's what I'm having trouble with. I got gotcha. you. And I'm wondering if I'm in the right spot. Is this what I should be doing? You are in the right it? spot. Listen, here's why. Okay. Because th- if you weren't frustrated, you wouldn't break free from it. And so we have to create a little bit of frustration for you. And there's the culminating point, September. The end, by end of September, something's going to break for you. And listen, you can't go wrong with Jupiter on your sun and then on your career house. You have to quit worrying about the future, worry about this moment, and watch this sort of build up. Because there'll be a moment where you're like, aha, no, I'm not doing it. Or, yes, this is it. But it will pop. But in the meantime, it feels like an alchemical pressure cooker. <laughs> I made that up. It's like you're in a flask, right? And you're being heated until the yes, lead sir. turns to gold, right? And you're like, oh, when? What's going on? But I'm telling you, Sandra, this is one of those ones that is like life changing. Once you're through this, and it's and it's really September marks a lot of the end of it. Once you're through this, it's like, oh my God, you're like a different woman, and you get it. And then you're going to get this opportunity to sort of choose where you want to put your focus and your energy. It's going to be, you just ride this one out. It's like, because the flask is on the heater, the the Bunsen burner, and it's like, ah, mm-hmm. it gets hot. And just when you think you can't take it, you've changed. And that's the, okay. that's the process. And it's just like, that's a little bit of going on right now. But the blessing that we see is this Jupiter transit. It's so beautiful. It's so exact. Mm-hmm. And so I, please have faith. That's what Leos are so good at that. Have faith because you are going to, you have a message for us in the world. And I think you're going to be teaching along with this if you aren't doing that already. No, I'm not. Well, I mean, I do some training here at work, but. It's going to get louder. Not really. It's going to get louder because okay. we need your voice. We do. I think it's, you have such a gift to give us. And it's like, you're going to do it. And, and you're good at what you do because you know why you care about the people you work with. And they feel that in you. So do not give up. It just let it be confusing for a minute. In a minute, we're talking two months. Okay. Okay. If that doesn't happen, you get back in this room and we'll talk further. All right, love. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Sandra. (laughs) Be good to yourself. And congratulations on a great Jupiter transit. We'll talk soon, I'm sure. Bye, honey. Okay, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, (laughs) you know, and now the end is near. And so I face the final curtain. I have to go. It's so fun to talk to you. Will you please stay in touch? We're going to make these shows so about you, but also about what's happening in the world. And this week in the world, you know, it's a Pisces moon today, so you're going to get a little mushed out, which is fine. But then it changes tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Pacific time when it goes into Aries, and you're going to be like, what was I worried about? Would you do me a favor? Will you support the one two fam? Go get a reading. One, two, listen, try them out. Today's the big sale. It's our one, two day, the 12th of every month. We celebrate. I'm so happy to be able to tell you that without stuttering and worrying about like what the big management's going to think. This is us. We're the one, two gang. This one, two gang is committed to you and, and your love and support has been unbelievable to us. Now we do have the moderated gratitude board at one, two, listen dot com where you go over to want to listen you look at the bottom left we don't ask anything of you we don't ask your name your email there's no tracking cookies anything you go in there you can be anonymous you can make up a name and you put a something you're thankful for because gratitude is how we show our divine connection that we have faith 
that you will get what you desire and you will get what you need and you will get what you want. Okay, don't be afraid to ask for what you want. That's a wives' tale or husband's tale. Okay, the amazing Kathleen Hall is up next. She's going to be live, which is so exciting when we have a sale day and Kathleen Cat does a live show. She does gallery readings. She's so tuned in. You can tell that her psychic mind has been primed. So you got to tune in to her. Say hi to her for me. I'll be over there to say hi to you guys. We'll be back next week. <laughs> I'll be lonely without you. This is Mark Husson. This is the Mark Husson Show. Big hugs to you. Love you. Thank you, Christy, for being an amazing producer. And on top of that, being an amazing psychic. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. It's a celebration at OneTwoListen.com. Come join the party for One Two Day. Come on and celebrate. Our advisors are celebrating with reduced phone rates and specials on time-based sessions and email readings. Give yourself a little peace of mind at OneTwoListen.com. is what all men and women are seeking. It is the urge of the formless intelligence within them, seeking fuller expression. Original Substance wants to live all that is possible in you and wants you to have all that you can or will use for the living of the most abundant life. Wallace Waddles. Now that's inspiring. I'm Kelly Whetstone, and there are two things I know for sure. One, success requires inspiration. And two, I'm invested in your success. Join me every Tuesday at noon Pacific for empowerment. And be inspired. Guess what? Jupiter, the planet of expansion, is in self-expressive and very playful Leo until August of 2015. Are you ready for some risky business? It's time for your inner child to come out and play. Let's get visible. Need some help? How about trying out a class on One Two Academy or talking to an advisor on OneTwoListen.com? We are open 24-7 and you can even schedule a call at a time that's good for you. Life is not a spectator sport. It's time to suit up and jump in the game. This is C.A. Brooks, and you are listening to One Two Radio, changing the way we listen to the world. We truly are eternal light beings having human experiences. It is easy to forget your own divinity in this challenging world. Every week on my radio show, Kindred Spirits, I spend an hour with you helping you remember who you really are and giving you tools to navigate this beautiful, brutal, painful, unforgettable life. 
Join me, Christy Brower, at 10 a.m. Pacific, every Monday on 12radio.com. Blessings. This is Lacey Don Jackson, Psychic Advisor over at 12listen.com. If you're looking to up your game in whatever it is, your career, your finances, your relationships, your health, your grooviness, call me at 12listen.com and I will help you become the grooviest you can be and we'll have fun doing it. Upon praying for a cure to the plague, Archangel Gabriel presented a monk with a beautiful little white plant with tiny white flowers, thus the herb Angelica. Cleopatra is said to have worn lavender as her secret weapon to seduce both Julius Caesar and Mark Antony. Making daisy chains has been a fun pastime for time immemorial. But did you know that it was once believed that wearing such a chain would protect children from abduction by fairies? This is Katie, and I have so much more to give when it comes to plants, folklore, and plant magic. Please join me on August 20th at 7 p.m. over at 1-2 Academy for a teleseminar about plant magic that will give you all the tools you need to start using plants to invite more magic into your life. Again, that's on August 20th at 7 p.m. Pacific at 12academy.com. See you in class. Blessings. This is Lacey, hostess of Jive Talkin', right here on 12 Radio, every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, where Red and I talk about current events, synchronicities, and magic. And most of all, where you find humor and laughs that brighten your day. I hope you can join us. If not, be sure to check the archives to listen to past shows right here on 1-2 Radio, changing the way we are jive-talking in the world.